Race 22. Race 22. Podcast. Hey, Motorheads, thank you for clicking on Race 22 Podcast. Race 22 Podcast. 2019 marks the 68th year of racing at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Kevin Piercy was a competitor for many years at the Hickory Motor Speedway, and 2019 marks his 11th year serving as track promoter and operator of the Hickory Motor Speedway. Kevin joined the guys live in studio at the Performance Center Racing Warehouse in Statesville, North Carolina to talk about the upcoming season at Hickory Motor Speedway. Plus, the guys chatted with Kevin about the business side of racing, tires, gas, and they even tried to urge Kevin to jump on the social media craze. Kevin and his staff at the Hickory Motor Speedway sure have been busy trying to get prepared for the 2019 racing season, so we were delighted to have him take a break to come and chat with us. Thank you for coming, Kevin. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Uh, wasn't, wasn't sure if we could get you on here, you know what I mean? Just, uh, I know uh, it's a, you never know what to expect here for sure. Absolutely, and to be honest with you, Langley, we are just way behind with all the rain, right. bad weather. Um, you know, I didn't want it to rain out last week, but it was almost a godsend. We, we don't have the walls painted. We don't have other things done, and so uh, it kind of worked out for the best. Maybe the Lord just sent me a little prayer there. Well, the way the weather is this week and, you know, with the potential of having more late models this week for your opener, I mean, it's always good when you open up with the, the best potential. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I've already had a couple of the cars tour drivers have called me uh, about practicing and, and one or two has called me about racing so I, th- I think we'll pick up a couple there yeah i think so too i mean i i think everybody likes coming to hickory except for brandon pierce but uh you know you just can't seem to get that racetrack and uh you know i, I really you know i'm sure if lee wasn't racing this weekend at south boston i'm sure brandon would probably try to be in that race this weekend himself so i think it's good for those guys uh you know to to battle you know at hickory and and you know anytime you get a chance to race there you know the track's so different you know from everywhere else the the tour goes especially that i think anytime you go there's a you know good opportunity for you to learn something well it's not uncommon for somebody to start on the high side on a restart the leader to choose the high side because momentum is just as important at hickory as the bottom line and uh with the momentum and uh we're definitely a handling track, not a horsepower track. So you can use that momentum to your advantage. So I would look for people to use the high line again this week. Yeah. Well, tell us about uh, what we got coming up, the, the race that we're going to see this weekend. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we were going to do an 80-lapper, but we changed back to twin 40s because we we were going to start out the season with twin right. 40s. And uh, um, everybody loves those twin 40s. And that with the invert with eight, um, it, it gives some people an opportunity to uh, – to get, lead some laps and possibly win if they can get out front uh, that may not normally be there. And uh, so we're going to do our twin 40s. We're going to do our Paramount Kia uh, Auto Group Big Ten race again this week. It's going to be a 50-lapper for the Limiteds. And uh, we'll have our street stocks and uh, super trucks, four-cylinders, and Renegades. So it's, it's pretty much going to be the same thing we're going to open up with, only we kept the four-cylinders on because they were there for the second race. Got you. Yeah, it sounds like a good show. Uh, don't know where I'll end up. It's wherever my wherever the rest of my guys well, go, I'll end up at the other tracks. So, I was you know. a little disappointed in you because uh, oh my. I love you to death, Langley, but, you know, 
I had not called that race off yet, and you showed a picture going down the snow highway. <laughs> I, you said you I were already to knew that you were going to cancel. You said you I were knew coming. you were going to cancel. I'd been telling Kim all week. I'm like, we're going to end up having to go to Southern National because they're going to cancel. And I kept looking at the weather, and I'm like, if Kevin gets this race in, you know, more power to him, but it ain't going to happen. You boys like that? He had to go to Southern National. Yeah. He wanted to be in Hickory, but he had to go. To he Southern did. National. We well, talked about so, it last yeah. week. <laughs> He'll be here this week. I, I really, I really wanted to, you know. I mean, if if I had my had my choice between seeing a race at Southern National, and this is no offense to Michael Diaz because I know he's yeah, listening. Oh yeah, it is. But if I had my choice of seeing races at Hickory or Southern National, <laughs> I'm picking Hickory every time. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Well, we're a unique place to be, and uh, like I said, it's a multi groove track. Um, you're going to see racing there, no question about it. Now, you know, if we asphalted the track, we'd probably end up a one groove facility too. Maybe South while. Boston so, didn't. So. So. Well, don't, don't they're ever very racing. Yes, please don't. don't. Don't ever pay. Well, I, I don't think that's in the, the near future plan, however. Well, I mean, all that money you're making over there, I mean, you right. might as well put yes. some of it into the asphalt. There we go. <laughs> RV parking. <laughs> RV. That's how it starts. <laughs> yep. And it's begun. The gloves are off. I knew Langley would, would bring up money. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. So. Oh, um, but, no, uh, I don't think you want to pave it. But at some no. point, I mean, the track surface was, was paved in the early 90s. You're gonna to have to do something. Yeah, there's only so much sealer you can put. Well, in sealer, places. and if you've been over there, we got about 19 patches of concrete in there, uh, in different areas where we patch it and we try to keep up with it. And we don't want to pave it because the racing is so good. But uh, at some point, you're gonna to have to uh, to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike Diaz chiming in on my text message with a message for me. I won't share that uh, with all of y'all, but uh, <clears throat> it was uh, not nearly as nice as all the nice, nice things Kevin yeah, has yeah. to say over that, here. That was nice. Too. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's all Langley, Mike. It ain't me. <laughs> uh, but you know, tell us about the the business of Hickory Motor Speedway. You know, I mean, everybody thinks, and we we know this to be a fact. Everybody thinks that every racetrack is just making a killing, all right. and they, they can look up in the stands, and the stands might have. 10 percent you know they might be 10 percent full and people are like yeah they're still making a killing you see how much they selling tires and they doing this and they got this for the pit pass they just don't understand the business tell us a little bit about it well that's a frustrating part of it but i'm gonna be brutally honest with you i mean uh you know i love hickory speedway and and i love being there and love being a part of it um it's a dollars and cents business and you have to treat it that way and if you don't right. treat it that way then you won't keep the doors open i remember uh uh, another facility that, that went to $5 tickets at one point and they came down the first thing some of the competitors said to me is you know when are you going to do $5 tickets I said I'm not I'm going to stay in business yeah and that was literally five six years ago and we're still in business so you and don't see not. me go up a lot you don't see me go down a lot um we kind of just run that same maintained plane but um but it, it, it's a discouraging business to say the least um and uh I think one of the hardest things about it is it's so frustrating. We live in a very somewhat selfish society now. Sure. Um, you know, when it comes to calling sponsors, you got to call somebody 30 times, and they're not going to call you back. I mean, you, you almost feel guilty like you're you're guilting them into sponsoring. You're like, you know, hey, I'm going to call you till, till you give me something. So, right. you know, that's a sad part of it, but you have to do that. And uh, we used to do very well on our employee appreciation nights. Um, but you're in the same boat now. You almost can't get a hold of a human resource people. You right. got to go through a certain amount of channels there. They're not going to call you back. So you got to you got to just keep digging and keep pushing and pushing. But a uh, lot a lot of expenses people take for granted. Um, you have insurance for your buildings and and a general liability policy. You know this as being yep. a promoter. You have event insurance that you have to do every single week. That's 
that covers that particular event that's over $800 an event usually. And uh, then, you you know, you have the lease at Hickory, which is unfortunately astronomical, um, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of people don't realize this, but we also lease the land next door for parking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that's, an, that's that. an additional lease. No, I had no idea um, We got, uh, you know, then you have your, your other bills in there, our power bill, 22 to $2,300 a month, um, water bill, sewer bill, internet bill, phone bills. I mean, it's it's an expensive thing to run. And, and if you're going to, to run Hickory Speedway, you better have an outlet of cash that you can fund the track as it kind of gets back on its feet from each winter. And, uh, right. that, you know, that's especially in this situation where we've had so much rain, people can't practice. Um, you know, you better be able to, to – um, delve off a little bit to the track to help it get get its feet on on the ground now it will it will but it's just a matter of time um till it does that but it's uh you know we've lost some sponsorship this year uh we do very well on sponsorship i think we do probably as well as any track uh when it comes to sponsorship the uh you know we have probably roughly 25 30 billboards and some race night sponsors and Mm -hmm. things like that um but you lose sometimes you lose those people when the um, they change uh, the regional managers, right. and the new manager comes in, and he decides he he wants to go a different route. Or, uh, you know, in in the case we had a, a Fry Regional Hospital, which was a super good sponsor for years, and uh, they felt they had played it out. You know, they'd been there about five years, and they just felt they played it out. So, yeah, you know, uh, we seldom lose anybody. In fact, I don't know that we've ever lost anybody for something we've done wrong. It's right. just. Uh, people that choose to move their marketing dollars or, or bring different people in and change change venues yeah i mean there's always with businesses you know when you're selling you know i know from experience i don't sell anymore kim has to do all that now but uh you know from you know my experience it's always changing all the time you know mm-hmm. it's always somebody new you know in there and when a new guy comes in he may like soccer better than he does racing you Absolutely. know what i mean or whatever it is so well we had a sponsor that that chose to leave they changed regional manners but they stayed with the local baseball team so, uh, without throwing the local baseball team under the bus after about three or four innings, that's that's kind of boring. It don't get boring at Hickory Motor Speedway, but I think they just they they like baseball better than racing. So right. you don't you don't condemn them for that. It's just you just move forward and try to do the best you can to pick up some others. We picked up about three or four to make up for some of that. We haven't made it all up, but that happens every year. You just you just kind of ride that wave. You. You make a little more one year than you did the last year on sponsorship, or then you lose a little the next year. So you expect to lose, you know, 20000 in sponsorship and hopefully get 16 back or, or lose 16 and get 20 back, you know? Right, right. I mean, is that, uh, you know, you, you say you do really good on sponsorship. Is that one of your lesser challenges is selling sponsorship, or is that one of your biggest challenges? I hate doing that. I absolutely yeah. despise doing that. I mean, I am not a person that's cut out for asking people for money. And there's a lot of people that are cut out for that, but I'm right. just not one of them. And I, I really feel like you need at least four people to run the racetrack. You need a maintenance guy. You need, you need a uh, you need a secretary. You need the general manager, and you need somebody in outside sales. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you need a part-time media person to right. to also. Now you, so know, you need a you full-time need a full-time media person. You may be two of well, them. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm possibly so, three. I didn't I didn't want to go too far and say five, but, yeah. but no, that would have been what you needed. But but my point is, if there's any any position that I could hire and get off my back, it would be outside sales. I would love to find somebody, but there's nobody that wants to work on commission anymore. 
they want a salary in commission. Right. And you know, if if they don't sell anything, you're just you just keep spending more and more money. You know, you guys were talking on an earlier show about sometimes you got to put some money in it to get some money out. You got to think long term. You got to think right. future. Well, there's no future if you can't get to that future. So, sure. unfortunately, we have to think short term to make sure that there is a future long term. Survival mode. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. You know, and I, I don't know the particulars of how your lease works, but it's hard to work long term when, you know, depending on the way your lease is as well. Well, I've looked into the ins and outs of possibly purchasing the racetrack, and the only way you could do that would be to owner finance. And mm. if you owner finance, I mean, you know, you throw a 1.8 or 2.2 million dollar debt on there with a a four percent commercial loan, which would be a steal. It would be a steal. It's the same thing steal. as the lease. You're, right. you're spending the same thing as the lease to uh, to try to, to purchase. Plus, you don't have enough parking with the racetrack without getting the land next to it. So realistically, that's kind of what I was going to ask you, Kevin. Is is talk about because that is such a unique situation because the track has one owner then the land is owned separately is that what i understand from from the years before or is it partial part of the land if you get the track it's no the the it's it's separate parcels right but and and, and it's a different lease for each parcel gotcha okay that makes so, it pretty difficult. the same person owns each one well, it's not exactly the same person but it's a group of individuals that owns the parcel gotcha. so and that's what makes that so complicated right to well, look at buying. Well, I mean, two point two million dollars is what makes it complicated. <laughs> That's what makes it difficult. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I mean, let's not lie to anybody, right? I mean, yeah. and to have to endure that payment, it's yeah. bad enough when you know it's a lease and you I mean, can. Kevin try to work makes your way it like it. every race. I mean, he That's does, what I read yeah. on Facebook. Well, he drove up in his brand new Ferrari, <laughs> and he was throwing Bitcoin on the table. Just like making, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to paint a gloom and doom picture by any stretch of the imagination, right. but it wouldn't be a very smart economical move. To, to buy a racetrack right now, in my opinion. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't I, that's another conversation. Yeah, I'm not even going to dive into that one. But uh, we're sick, though. You know, um, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought on that one. Hit <laughs> well, the fence right there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, 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 I agree with you for the most part that if you're buying a racetrack to run it as, as racetracks run currently, right. Correct. right now, you're, it's you're a beat. terrible investment. Yeah, you're being yeah. well, and, yeah. and we do a lot of other stuff. I mean, we got. You know, we try hey, to tell us it. about that. Well, no, honestly, maybe a lot of people don't tell us about we, all we this. We run stuff about eighteen NASCAR events, including our uh, our uh, Big Bobby Isaac race, which is a very popular race in our fall brawl. We also branched out. We have two cars race. We have a pass race. We have a Southern Modified race. We have um, North South Shootout. North South Shootout. I was getting there, Corey. So <laughs> okay, better not. Let, Renee wouldn't forgive me for that. Yes, yeah, she would. And um, and then we also have a Hog Happening, uh, which is a um, a deal they used to do in Lincolnton where they bring in these bands and uh, and throw a party for charity. And uh, so we, we do that. And then something, if you guys ain't never seen this, you need to come to the Sundown Audio Show. Um, I don't remember the exact date on it, somewhere I believe in August. But these guys have $100,000 stereos. And yeah, I'm Matt was telling me about oh, this. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I sit in the office, it just rattles the roof. He said it was amazing. <laughs> and, uh, he said it's uh, amazing. These people sitting there, and they, their shirts shake, their hair shakes. I mean, it, and <laughs> they, it's they, amazing. They bust windshields out. I mean, <laughs> wow. It's, All with it's, radios. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good so, stuff. We ain't woke nobody from the graveyard yet, though. So we're all right. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, I think. <laughs> we don't need no zombies rolling around, for I sure. Know, they control I, hickory, that's for sure. I've been there. Uh, I'm going into my 11th year, and uh, and that was I had a complaint two years ago on the Sundown Audio. 
no complaints on the racing of the cars, but on the sundown audio. So luckily, when she when she called me, she had, her number popped up, so I knew how to call her back. And I just I picked up the phone and, I, and she said, "I know you need the money. I know the tracks got out of the money, but you know I've got a split headache and that thing's rattling my windows across the street." And <laughs> and I said, "Well, ma'am, I said I'll tell you what. I said next year." Um, I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna give you two tickets to build more for you and your right, husband to go somewhere else. And you That's two, a good plan, right? That there. was a good move. You, you good two, move. That is the most awesome <laughs> yes. thing, right? That's there. a that good is move. Thinking right that there, is everybody. A good you, move. you two can go and enjoy a day at Biltmore, Biltmore on me, and, and and we'll get this thing over with. So, but I have to tell them to turn them down because they it starts at like nine, so they'll start showing up parking lot seven thirty and they'll start shaking the oh, parking yeah. lot. Yeah, whoa, whoa, wait till you're inside, inside, right. please. Right. So. It's a yeah. lot of fun, but That's so awesome. we're we're looking into different venues. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to try, uh, you know, bands and things. I, I mean, I hear they're very popular. The owner of the track, Benny, a super nice guy, told me better stay away from those. He said, uh, you know, he never had much success with them. Uh, I believe uh, who was it that wanted midget wrestling? I'm all in. We can try yeah. that. Yeah, midget wrestling. Awesome. Tossing. MMA. Yeah. Midget MMA. tossing. Midget tossing. You see, they got those. What? things. you put Velcro on and throw yeah. them against the wall? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, you take a midget and throw them up against the wall. With sponsored, sponsored by a performance. We'd center. do that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'd do that. Exactly. Yeah. We would do that. He'd do it just so he could throw one. We, we would do that. We need yeah. to get him signed waivers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We do that. Uh, Alan Huffman says that uh, Sundown Audio is August seventeenth. There you go. Appreciate it, Alan. Alan, right yeah. on it. He's he's on top of it. That's your that's public relations guy helping out here tonight. There right? you go. <laughs> I don't think I can afford him full time. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee <laughs> it. Um. What do you consider, you know, the car store comes there, Southern Modifieds, you know, you, you have all your own events. What do you consider to be the biggest event at Hickory Motor Speedway? Well, I mean, the car stores are always the big, are always an attraction, especially with that throwdown race that they did towards the end of the year. But by far, it's hands down, not of destruction. Yeah. I mean, that place packs the house. Um, I think we've done 13 or 14 of them. So far since I've been there and sold like nine or ten of them out. That packs the um, house, don't it? Oh, my goodness. I mean, they just had this one at Langley the other week, and I looked at the stands, yeah. and there was not you could, there wasn't an empty spot yeah. in the stands. Yeah. It's so big. it's by far the, the biggest thing. And to be honest with you, everybody thinks, oh, you're rolling in the dough there, but there's so much more it costs you to do that. Right. You have to have extra security. And plus, uh, George Nauer out of Florida, he's a partner in on that one that we work out. Uh, we work together on that one, and uh, – um, and, and make that happen. And there's school buses and cars that are bought and stuff that's tore up. So, right. so it's a, it's a money maker for sure. Yeah. But you're you the most know, money I ever made at a racetrack. Yeah, you're still not backing the dump truck up though. I right. promise you that. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they used to accuse me of uh, having an armored truck roll in after they left, but that didn't ever happen. The good thing about those kind of events is they're guaranteed income though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you're going to, you're going to make something where on any, any Saturday night, there's no guarantee that there's going to be an income. I mean, right. you, you just, you know, there's there's times I've opened my eyes on Saturday morning and been physically sick of my stomach. Mm. Okay, what's the day going to bring? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. What, what, so. what makes your track, you know, I see other tracks, you know, they're struggling to get cars all the time. Hickory just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. I mean, I've been there on a 35-lap limited race, and there's 27 cars in the middle of summer. Well, you know what 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 what, what keeps you getting all the drivers coming back all the time? Well, you're you're not going to. You're, uh, I don't think that I can take credit for that. I do believe that I treat people good. I'm respectful of people, and and I try to give them a, an equal playing field to go on. But I think that that a lot of it is Hickory Motor Speedway. It's just Hickory Motor Speedway has a uh, 
kind of a life of its own, and I think that fuels it. Um, you know, can anybody come in there and run it? I don't think so. We've seen people run things in the ground before, but still, you're kind of a leg up on a lot of racetracks just by by saying Hickory Motorsports. Oh, for sure. And uh, and I got a couple numbers here ready just because I knew that would come up. But we averaged just under 13 late models a race last year, which I don't think is a disaster. And no, uh, no. and with a high, I think of 27 or 28. And then uh, on our limited counts, we 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 have about 16.8 average. Um, and of course, like Corey said, um, it, don't be surprised sometimes if you roll in there and there's 22 limited cars. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. There's nothing special. Just all of a sudden you show up one night and there's 25 limiteds. There. I don't I don't know this to be a fact, but I would say that average in the limiteds is probably the highest of any racetrack that runs both divisions. Yeah, I would say yep. so. Well, and and also I want to say this too because I mean sometimes people throw off on the tire deal and things like that. Sure. Um, that that used tire deal makes it affordable, and I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, we put a lot of work in our used tire deal. It's not like uh, I had a racetrack call me one day and they they said, "What do we need to do? We want to do a deal like yours." We've heard people tell you you got to tell us that you got a good deal, and I explained the process. We get them out. You know, we we depth gauge every tire. We put them in lines. We clean the sidewalls so that they don't have writing because people will write junk or something on a tire just because they want to get rid of it, not because it's junk. And we clean them, and then we set them in stacks, and then we they draw, and we scan the tires, and 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 they race them. And uh, you know, it's successful whether anybody likes it or not. The same people up front are still up front, and the same people in the back are still in the back. So, uh, but it'll pay you to be able to understand how to read a used tire. Um, if you're going to run limited Hickory Motor Speedway or Super Trucks, we run both them on used and street stocks on used tire. You think it handicaps a guy coming in who's new to racing because he's got to run on used tires because he doesn't know anything about about well, those tires? I think it I think it might be a little more difficult on him, but it's the great equalizer. Yeah, go ahead and build you a thirty-five thousand dollar limited car and come over and put used tires on it. You're not going to be any better than a guy with a twenty thousand dollar limited car. Right, you know I agree. So it is kind of a great equalizer. I mean. <clears throat> Money always buys the speed, but but the, it keeps them closer. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, that makes sense to me. I just uh, that was something uh, Darren Hackett kind of pointed out that he felt like that it kind of opened up the gap some the the used tire deal and they something that they do as well. But it opened up the gap a little bit for the guys coming in new didn't really know anything to a a Mac Little. You well, know? you asked Darren a question that 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 and and I appreciate Darren because he. Uh, you know, he was the one brought up my lease, so he knows what I'm up yeah, against. Right. Um, and I appreciate him very much. But, you know, Roger, I believe it was, asked him, said, what are you doing to get cars in? And I think you somewhat stumped him there, Roger. And uh, I think you would have stumped almost any general manager or promoter that was there because, you know, it's 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 a flip over. You can always – I mean, I started that deal in my first few years at Hickory where you pick the phone up and you call people, hey, you going to come race? You going to come race? And, you know – 90% of them, I don't think so. We might get there. And, and you never really pick up a car. Right. And uh, and then you see on Facebook the next day that you're calling, begging people to come race for you, you know, because you can't get no cars and stuff. So <laughs> it's a bit of a catch-22. But what I've learned going into my 11th year is the people are racing the Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend, they already know they're racing the Hickory Motor Speedway. Their mind's made up, okay? Competitors make their mind up where they're going to go. And that's where they're going to go, and a phone call is probably not going to change that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of what I've learned is what do you do to keep them in? What do you do to get them coming back? You treat them fair, but how do you get them to come in the first place? They just got to want to come race, you know?
when you promoted? Is that what you did? I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying you grassroots did some, right? We talked about that a couple times before. I, sp- I no? spent a lot of time on Messenger on Facebook because yeah. that's where these people live today. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, did, it, did it work for you, Langley? Yeah, I mean, it you, did. You'd actually. be amazed yeah. at the amount yeah. of people here in the last, I'm going to say, month, maybe two months. Um, well, Langley gets to see it. The amount of people that I quote things to on Messenger. Yeah, for the sure. amount of parts I sell on on. Social media social changed media, the world. That yeah, it's sure. retarded. I, I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't talk to hardly anybody anymore. I mean, I still do get people that call or whatever, but many of the people, intriguingly, don't have time. So they'll message me Sunday afternoon, hey, right. I, I work from 8 to 5. It's hard for me to get there. When you close, would you have 20 minutes or an hour to talk to me now? And you get a lot of messages. It's The only place that it becomes difficult is it's a little more work on on the person's end because most of the people it's harder for a lot of people to communicate through the text and get their whole thought process out but other than that i think it's a hundred percent win yeah i I think if yeah for sure i mean hickory i've I've looked and take us the wrong way or nothing i've I, I wish I could see more information about Hickory right. when I look online. I don't see as much as I do other tracks. I've been telling them. I've been bitching at them every week. <laughs> yeah. Ask him. I've been. I'm serious. I've been. I've been but, every week. And, and that's why I think when you friend. were talking. And he's my friend. I don't mean it that way. I, when you were talking about, you know, the people you need, that's why I think the the, the social media, the, the person putting out public relations, whatever you want to call it, I think that person is far more important than everybody else you right. listed. So if you want to race a Hickory this Saturday night, message Langley Austin. Sure. <laughs> and he'll get it, he'll get it to me. Yeah, we'll get you a parking spot and we'll be ready to go. For sure, hundred percent. Langley would forward that on to you. No, yeah. he would. I, I mean, it's that easy. Yeah. What did everybody sure. look like? No, it's sure. not that easy. It really is that easy. No, yeah. It, no, it, it really, really is. is that easy. It really yeah. is. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a social media genius by any stretch of imagination. I mean, that's, the great thing is you don't have to be. Genius. You don't have to be. <laughs> it, it today, I believe, just me. It, it's so simple that anybody can do it. You know what I mean? I mean, I really believe that. I believe that anybody who can will take the time to download the apps and put them on their phone can do it. Yeah. And they don't even need a computer. I mean, if you give me free snow cones for you, I'll do it. Man. Oh, my yeah. God. You don't want him doing it. You're yeah, you don't want him doing it. You'll have so many less cars. Yeah, there's some places you should step in. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to take some videos down that weren't no, that. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. You should. We, yeah, we had to restrict yeah. his I've, time. I've brought many cars to race tracks. So. <laughs> we had to restrict his time period. It's great to know he hasn't forgot about the, the shaved ice, though, because that's a big seller. Oh, that's good. Oh, I guarantee yeah, it's see, a big seller. That's what he took out of that. My wife, every time. My nephew, every time. I eat them until I get almost sick. Yeah. There's probably as much money there at Shaved Ice as there is in a racetrack. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. A, a few people chiming in about where we were talking about the tire deal. Uh, Gene Light says that he uh, loves the tire deal. Uh, Thomas Bean says it's about three days of work for the tires. Kyle Manch said that he would have never been able to run a full season with his own car if it wasn't for the used tire deal. Um yeah, it's good stuff. Let's see. Thomas um, has been one that's helped helped us on those tires before, like when yeah. in the summer or something, if he wasn't doing something, uh, he's participated in getting them all out and depthing them and cleaning them. So he, he runs late model, but he understands that what, what goes into that limited deal. Right. Um, Zach Bruinger chiming in. He said that I got him to drive two and a half hours away and drive down Five Mile Mountain. <laughs> and he did drive down Five Mile Mountain, which, I mean, you, you guys don't know what that is. Well, you, you've yeah, been I was there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. What do you mean? Yeah, you know, so, I mean, yeah. uh, Kevin, you don't know. But it's uh, yeah. it's, it's interesting, and it's an interesting, interesting? place to go. <laughs> it's, interesting. It's everyday life for me. So I, mean, uh, you know, everyday I don't think life, about it. Like, 
It's scary enough in a car, but with a trailer? You hear banjos playing halfway down the hill. <laughs> you should have seen Daryl Wallace Sr. when he used to go down. There was no banjo. You they didn't were, want to meet him. They I'll were tell play, you that right now. They were, they were playing a washboard. There was no banjo. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, another, uh, Alan Huffman said that uh, he agrees about the social media. He said PR is huge. Social, me- social media is a great leverage tool. Yeah. Um, Randy Clark chiming in wants to know if you and uh, Ron Barfield are working on a mass date. I have not heard from Ron yet, but the, the door would always be open to do something like that. So. Gotcha. All right. And, um, I, and I will be uh, staying after class, Langley, for some instruction in social media. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time <laughs> for all that. Hey, let's, let's, let's talk about well, one You're going to be at Hickory this weekend, so we'll talk. Uh, let's talk about, about the, the best thing about it is it's free. Well, there you it, go. It, it, it is and it ain't. To a certain extent. I, I will say that it today, isn't. the way things work, you're going to have to spend money. It, yeah. it is it is a free tool. You can reach your most rabid fans free, but you cannot reach new fans free. Right. Yeah. So that's that's one thing about it that I think you know most people don't don't promote realize. your not, post not with any yeah. consistency. Anyway. Yeah, you have to you have to spend some money. Facebook, you know, and that's something you know when you I was spend money to get data. It's the same with racing. When, when I was it. at Southern National, that's something they had never done, and we spent you know quite a bit of money. I mean, at least it was Mike's. So it wasn't mine. Well, uh, I, I can tell you this. I mean, you know, we've advertised through Hickory Daily Record, um, yeah. different radio What's stations, Hickory Daily Record, and uh, the local newspaper, and we found that you cannot tell any difference in. Weekend weeks you advertise your well, crowd count just stays well then, the same. Then my question is, why are you doing it? Well, we don't no more. Okay. that's what I'm saying. We we've done that in the past. Well, and we have learned that. Do you read the newspaper? No, I don't read the newspaper. Well, then why would you advertise it? It's it still goes out to twenty some thousand people in the, in the <coughs> Catawba County area. So I'm just I'm not saying that that's a bad. How much did, How much did that cost you? One hundred ten dollars. One hundred ten dollars per race per week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Now keep in mind. We didn't do it last year, Langley. So, right. so you we, realize, we, we got hold off on. the train. We <laughs> right. got off the train. Right. Be easy on him. I, no, no, I no, just no, no. hold I on. Am, I am. Can't you read the newspaper online wait. for free? I, going I, for blood. Just, I just. I don't know. Is there newspapers? Two I weeks ago, I had that exact same conversation with him. Did I not? <laughs> I mean, like, two, it was verbatim. Could have been taped. Oh man. <clears throat> Uh, you know, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not dogging on you. It's just Sound the way like the way everybody thinks. They go to, you know. Uh, old school media first. That's their first thought. Yeah, you know well, what that's I mean? of course, what, but you've had success you with that in the past. Yeah, so why and, would you and not I go agree back with everything it? you say. I mean, we have had success. Well, you don't in the agree past. with everything we say. Uh, well, We're in this crazy. particular, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in this particular subject, what I'm saying is, yes, we have went old school. We have had success. We're now learning that it's not successful. Sure. But I'm still old school. I have right. to be taught new school. Right. So I'm, well, I'm open. Here's to the one taught new, new school, school thing right. I, I want to know about. I, the, I I hear a lot of good things about Hickory. I hear a lot of bad things. You know, that's just me, right? I I, get, I don't hear I, much bad. I, I, I get I don't to, hear a lot of bad. I, I do, but it's always from the same, right? It's always from the same. It's always one broadcasters. One yes, group. right. Yep. So my question is this, and this is the one thing I I, I want you to address, kind of on a uh, on a platform where you get some ability to not have anybody rebuttal you. I want you to explain some of how important of a role the tire deal plays in the weekly layout of Hickory Motor Speedway. Because I think that everybody thinks, oh, the racetrack just does its own thing, and Kevin rips the tire deal off to do whatever, whatever. And I don't think they understand how much sacrifice you put in from the tire deal. I'm not kissing your hind end. I'm just telling you, you and I have talked about it before. So I want you to let people know that 
you're losing on that to have the racetrack per se. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the tire deal is a successful business. Yes. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, I've been asked this question before. If you didn't have the tire deal at Hickory, would you walk away? And my answer is always the same. No, I would not walk away. I would run. I would run <laughs> as fast as I could because the we're just not economically strong enough without the tires. And what some people don't realize is there's also vendor agreements in this deal. I mean, you know, some tracks it may suit them to get out of the, the, the new tire business and make them all limiteds and late models together and maybe do two tires or whatever. We have kind of the best of both worlds. We have a great limited field that runs on used tires. We have a good field of trucks that runs on used tires. And we have enough late models to survive. And therefore, we have vendor agreements. We have vendor agreements with Hoosier and Sunoco and people like that that want to be a part of Hickory Motor Speedway too and other racetracks. So it's not as simple when everybody just says, oh, just blend them all and do this and do that. It's not that easy. There's, there's other entities involved that are working with me to help Hickory Motor Speedway be, be, be the best it can be. What's the biggest thing you get, you get bagged on? Do you get that Kevin Piercy gets ragged on by by the by the customer or the competitor or the or not, even the fan? What's the biggest well, thing that that you get ragged on that people don't know the real truth about? Probably the biggest thing that I hear, the, the biggest hearsay I hear, sure, is that I'm I'm greedy. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm this greedy son of a gun that all I care about is raking that money in and and you know I don't care about competitors, I don't care about fans. And that is so far from the truth because there's times that I'm sitting over at 8.30 at night while the competitors are testing and I'm not eating supper with my family because that's the only time they can test. Sure. Okay. And uh, and so, you know, trust me, if you want to be a general manager to make a living, you better not be greedy because those right. two things don't go together. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I agree 100%. Yeah. I mean, every time I go to Hickory, it's one of my favorite tracks to go to. I go there and – have a free run of the place, and he shakes my hand and tells me he's happy to see me every time I go there, and I enjoy being there. Yep. I, I've been very fortunate. I knew from an early time to stay on Corey's good side. <laughs> if you I've, read anything he posts on Facebook, you know better. I've seen people get on his bad side, so me and, me and Corey's buddies, I'm going to shake his hand welcome him every time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy being there. I do. We love having you, Corey. So. Only because only you shake his hand and you're nice to him. That's the only reason he enjoys being there. No, I'll this one. I mean, I've, there's not any other track I've seen with overall collectively better racing through my my watching racing at local level than at Hickory Motor Speedway. Oh, I totally agree, hundred uh, percent. Back to the tire deal. Uh, ben Campbell uh, chiming in says he's coming from Renegade to Limited this year at Hickory, and there would be no way to afford it without the tire deal. Uh, Bobby Little says he's looking forward to coming to Hickory this week. Um, a lot of people chiming in, man. You uh, you've got the the chat stirred up, and and in a good way. I, I wasn't, well, you know, hey, trust hey, me. Social for- media. Yeah. Trust me, for, for, for every criticism, there's there's five or six people. I used to have Thank a couple you. people, and one of them passed away, and I, I'm going to say his name because I respect him a lot, but his name was Donnie Harmon. He was a street stock competitor at Hickory. Mm-hmm. And Donnie would, about once every two weeks, he'd just come sit down in my office, and he'd say, don't pay no attention to it. You keep digging. You right. keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. We we respect you. We know what you're doing. And another one's Tim Bean, uh, Thomas's dad. There's people that man. there's people yeah. that build you up and uh, and let you know that you know you just keep on doing what you're doing because we know where your heart is and that's what's important. 
I totally agree, hundred percent. And and I think you know, I don't think anything's changed in the game. You know, I I talk to promoters all the time, and they're like, well, you know, today, you know, people just, you know, they just want to be negative. Now, people always wanted to be negative, but we are naturally negative. Um, and I think the difference today is, is they have a platform in which to talk to one another about negativity instead of having to travel to somebody's race shop to talk to them about it. You yep. know what I mean? Well, and, and, can, and everybody and, sees it. Yeah, and they can hide behind it. Oh, I sure. I mean, they, they hide sure. behind it. And, you know, you're talking about the frustration of people that push you and, you know, say, hey, you know, he's greedy. There's lies. I mean, sometimes I, I, I pick up something on there on the social media. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. I, you know, where did that come from, you know? I had one, one occasion one time where somebody put on there that I was raising the price of the gas for my big race, which was a total – wasn't even in the picture – and I'm like, but he posted right there on so on social media for everybody to see, like that I was going to raise prices for a big race. I mean, it's right. just foolishness. And now, you know, I've got a lot of people that tell me I need to go in there and just just let them have it. But I've just chosen to keep. Don't no. throw gas yeah, on the fire. No, I don't, don't think don't throw gas. I don't on think the that's fight. it. Yeah. I, I think it works differently for everybody. I think every um, I've seen some promoters take the uh, you know avenue of going in there and combating it. I was very combative. You know, when I was a promoter, because I just felt like I just wanted to. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't care. You know what I mean? You gonna think less of me? You already think I'm a jackass now. So I mean, what difference does it make? You know what I mean? So I, I just, I'd go at him. I didn't care, and I won half those battles. So I did all right. But half the time, the three people you were talking to, though, man. Well, they were some know. nice ones. <laughs> I mean, nice-ons. they're from Franklin County, so I mean, they were some nice ones. I mean, you know, it's just the way it is. But I, I think, I think you know, most people. Unless you spend a lot of time on social media, which you obviously don't, I think you're better off not to because you got to be fast with them in order to combat them. You know what I mean? Well, but ultimately, Langley, you probably won a few battles. Like you said, you you won some battles. But ultimately, I can't play the same game they're playing. No, you can't. Because, right. because they're going to automatically – I appreciate you it's, saying it's, that. It's going to make, it's gonna make me look like some kind of a, of a crazed – idiot that's, that's that's playing the game the baby games they're playing right and yeah. uh and, and i'm just not going to do that um i've told people this and, and whether you like me or not it's irrelevant i have one person to please besides my wife and that's jesus christ and if i'm pleasing him i really don't care what anybody else out there thinks about me yeah. now i'll tell you what i mean it's a good thing my wife don't get on social media <laughs> because <laughs> she really is not happy with some <clears throat> of these people and but she treats them just as nice as yeah. can be when they walk in there, even though she knows what they said about me right. 12 hours ago. She yeah. treats them like God. Yeah, and I always thought you've carried yourself professionally, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think it would be bad for you to change any way you carried yourself at all now. I, yep. I always, always told my wife, I was like, when they come in, you're nice, and you stay off social media, you do not say a word. You can show it to me, we can talk about it if you want to. You don't say a word. I told my sister yeah. the same thing. Don't say a word. I will if I think that it needs to be, you know, something to battle. I will battle it. You know what I mean. But otherwise, we're leaving it the way it is. You know what I mean. You can get a little Go, bit of going to Hickory when I walk in to sign in every time. I know everything that's going on in the whole week within five minutes. I guarantee it. Guarantee oh, it. I do. She gets you up to date for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, she knows what's going on. And 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 you can get a little bit of satisfaction by typing in what you want to say to them. And then delete it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I usually Taking never got to the delete part. Walking away. I like that. That's a good way to do it. I was never smart enough to delete it. I just go ahead and say. Just type in what you want them to hear and then just delete it. And that that way awesome. it makes me feel a little better. So um, I've, I've often said that. I mean, you know, I might be looking, looking you in the eyes, but 
you never know what I might be thinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes I think things I probably shouldn't think. <laughs> uh, Christopher Mays is uh, chiming in on here, wants to know, have you seen a Super Cup race? And he said he would love to see those cars at Hickory Motor Speedway. Well, I actually have seen a Super Cup race, and they have raced at Hickory Motor Speedway before with, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, um, the older fella that's kind of skinny, helped me out, Corey. Um Joe, yeah, I remember yeah. when they raced Joe, there. Joe something. I can't remember his um, name. Yeah. But but here's the deal. One. Are they still around? Yes. Well, they are. They're pretty are. strong. But there's a couple things that that stood in the way of of that. One was uh, um, the guy that ran the place. He wants you to give him X number of dollars to come in and run. And and I, I don't know that that they have achieved that value yet. And maybe they have, but to me they haven't. And then the second thing is uh. They were running with a pass race several years ago, and uh, we had rain, and, and Tommy moved it to Sunday, and they loaded up and left, didn't tell nobody nothing. They just packed up and left and drove off, and I told the guy that run it, I said, man, you don't do stuff like that. You at least wow. need to tell tell the guy what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. Tommy. So so I uh, I don't I don't want to, to, to go down that road at this point yet, but right. door's always open understand completely going back to the social media uh thing mike jones chiming in uh says that his insurance page reaches about thirty thousand people on a post giving away two tickets to south boston every week i think you guys give away some tickets every now and then how, how does that work for you we did that with trevor and and we found success with the numbers yeah the numbers were really good yeah but we didn't really see it happening in the stands you know yeah. i mean we couldn't tell that there was any big change in the stands so you know, it's definitely something that uh, that I would be willing to open up the door again and and give some tickets away and things like that because, you know, that's that's an area that at least people are talking about you, even if they don't come every week. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm reading through some of these comments here. Uh, just a lot of people chiming in about uh, Facebook. Del- deleting uh, the bad ones. <laughs> uh, no, it's not been anything bad yet, actually. I'm, I mean, I'm. you know, anybody wants to put anything bad, go ahead. We'll ask him. You know what I mean? It, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, a- Andy Markey uh, chiming in uh, said that he, they using Facebook Live uh, helped them tremendously at Carteret. Um, so uh, he works uh, PR down there at Carteret, also works uh, part-time. Uh, part time for uh, for us sometimes if, when we can get him to do something I'm sure he'll uh, chime in on that. Uh, Gene Light said it's uh, Joe Smelling. That's, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's Joe Smelling. Yeah. Got the Joe. Um, <clears throat> Chad Con- Chad Campbell uh, chiming in with some nice uh, comments about me. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Chad. Uh, Alan Huffman said that uh, Jason Sherrill is doing a great job sharing Facebook Live and race updates for you. Maybe it's just something I need to delve deeper into that we're not yep. we're on the surface of that and we need to get right. down into the deep. Well, I'll be honest with you, I don't see a single racetrack, single in our area that is working social media even 10% of what they need to work it. And I mean, I don't either. I, I, don't. I don't see any. I mean, the cars tour, I'd say they probably work it more than any racetrack in this area, but New Smyrna Speedway, if anybody wants something to look at somebody really doing a good job on social media, those guys are working it. I mean, I get, you know, notifications with them all the time, uh, you know, going live, and they'll have a little live radio show, and they just sit there and talk, and, you know, it's just a promoter and some audio Carteret is probably the just, closest one that does. They're just, uh, yeah, Carteret does Carteret does, does a good a job. I'm not discounting anything anybody does in this area, but I still yeah. say they ain't got to 10% of what they could, you know, could do and should be doing. I mean, I re- and honestly, I believe I did social media for Southern National, and I don't know if we ever got to 10% of what we should be doing. You know what I mean? I think it's a full-time, 24-7, you know, content overload that's going to push people to go to the racetrack. 
I yeah. really yeah. believe that. There's there's so many things to to compete with now. You got to make people want to come see your product. Absolutely. You know, and everybody's on social media, so. Oh, 100%. 100%. Tony McFall is chiming in, uh, wanting to know what happened uh, with uh, the Southern National Flagman. That was uh, Brandon Willard. Uh, He had a medical uh, emergency uh, on on the flag stand uh, during the super late model race, during the car store race uh, Saturday. Uh, He's doing okay now. He is uh, home resting, um, and he will be back in action uh, at the car store race at Hickory in two weeks. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers still going out to him. Uh, You know, hopefully uh, he'll get that. uh, uh, all under control, and we'll be, uh, you know, he'll be ready to go for the rest of the season. Yeah, I want to ask you before you get out of here, where what are you thinking about the uh, North South Shootout being at Hickory this year? Oh, we're really the tour modifieds. We're really looking forward to that. Uh, Renee brought that up to me a couple months earlier, and uh, I don't know whether there was problems with Concord or or whether she just wanted a change in venue. I didn't really ask that question. It wasn't none of my business. And, right. Uh, you know, at the time we, you know, I'd spoke with Tommy and. Tommy wasn't having a whole lot of success with his uh, uh, Mason Dixon meltdown, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and um, it, you know it wasn't being very profitable. So, you know, I, I don't think Tommy would have would have changed his venue, but I think that uh, uh, Tommy's just a great individual to work with. Believe it or not, I mean, we, me and him get along great, and uh, I think that when she asked to do that date, that uh, you know that he kind of just said, well. It's not been very successful for me, so let's go ahead and I'll just bow out of that one and, and back out. Right, and when you say Tommy, you're referring to Tom Mayberry, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what yeah. I thought. Just uh, just wanted to clarify that for anybody listening that doesn't really, you know, know what's going on. Well, the chat should go wild now. Oh, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. Uh, probably not. We're not really a super late model crowd. Good point. So, you know, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tommy's been good to Kevin Piercy. I, I don't have anything does to say that wouldn't be harsh or anything this, this would be a good question for you Corey. uh ethan johnson wants to know who all is running in in that race the the north south shootout so you can tell us a little bit about it that's more your cup of tea who all is running in it well i, I think he just means cars maybe uh, you know what what divisions and yeah, all that. well kevin it's, it's your racetrack <laughs> so so Corey's not dialed in on information right. that's what we can go ahead and go with right no here. no i have not <laughs> running toward modifieds there we go it's not my it's not not my race, but uh, I'd say there's about a half a dozen of them coming to that one. I think it's modified. <laughs> <laughs> there's modified. I believe oh they got gosh. some kind of a Southeast Limited coming. Uh, the uh, I think the, some kind of supers coming. And, yeah. Uh, so uh, so it's, it, it should be Renee and M's tours. I mean the regular tours. Right. They I would have. say it's probably all of their tours. Yeah. Yeah. But but watching the mods, and I know Langley hates modifieds. Whoa whoa whoa! Let's stop. I don't hate modifieds. At I just Hi- at most racetracks they suck. At Hickory, there's some of the best racing you ever see because I mean I've seen people get out there and I say, well look at this guy here. And he's lapping the field, and then 12 laps later, you know, he's running 17th, and it's just there's so many comers and goers, and that, some of the best mo- modified racing I've ever seen has been at Hickory. And, and one of the great things you say there, Corey, is our straightaways are not not that long. Yeah. So you can see physically watch them running somebody down. I mean, right. it's not oh, like, yeah. well, I think they might be making up a little ground. You can see it. Uh-oh, he's catching him. There's two car links. There's another car link. There's two more. Yeah. And, and so that's a lot of fun when, when somebody that they too hard on those tires early, it'll tell in the end. Yeah, that's very exciting racing. And looking forward to seeing all these northern guys come down, and they, they should put on a show for sure. 
Yeah, Mike Jones chiming in says amen about my comment about the modifieds. Of course, he's been giving you crap on Facebook for for a while. Uh, but I will say this, uh, you know, Mike Jones, uh, when uh, the modifieds come to uh, South Boston, I don't remember when the race is, but that ought to be a good one with the Northern Tour, you know. Yeah. Uh, South Boston is actually one of the few tracks that put on a pretty good show yeah. uh, for the modifieds. I mean, I, I haven't seen one at Hickory, so I can't comment on that. Um, but, you know, like Franklin County, South Boston – um, you know anything? Any, Orange any, County, yeah, Orange County. Anything in Orange County, Tri County. Those those tracks. Yeah. Hickory seems to be the same way. Th- those three tracks kind of fall in the same category. Anything there can put on a really we're, good we're, show. We're, we'll, I'll see if they have a ride along program with a with a modified so Mike can get a sense of speed. Uh, yeah, well, it'd be the size of a truck. Mm-hmm. What are you most happy about that Hickory's having this you, year? I think you missed what he was talking about. Like, what do you got going at Hickory that you're most happy about that you're that you can't wait for this year? I mean, you know, in years past, you and I have talked. You've done. You know, some big charity things. You've done some, you know, well, big we, races, big whatever. What what, what well, do you one, got on one tap? Of our, one of our uh, sponsors is Sam's Club, who always um, does the uh, Children's Miracle Network charity. And uh, we've been very fortunate to partner in with them. And uh, I think there was a one year we finished second in the nation that this local Sam's Club did. And uh, when they did that, I think they got two, my understanding was two neonatal intensive care units for children nice um so so things like that are always exciting to be able to know that you're a part of that but but right this second for this year it, it I'm, I'm telling you there's a lot of race car drivers out here chomping at the bits for this saturday you could feel the excitement and you could feel the the air come out of the bubble saturday when they they weren't going to be able to run so i'm really excited about the upcoming events because i think there's a lot of excitement uh, i think we're gonna have good car counts starting out and i think you're gonna see a a whale of a race on Saturday night. You said good car counts. What are you expecting? Well, to be honest with you, I think I would add 15 or 16 late miles last week. Even really? The cars race. Yeah, I could count wow. off 12 in my head uh, that I knew were coming. Um, you know, the limiteds, a lot of times you don't really know. Yeah, they're who hit or miss. Yeah, yeah right. well, well, you know you're going to have a good crowd, right. but you just don't know who they are. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, there might be that seven or eight that run every week. Uh, I want to put a shout out this for Pat Rachels, who is our limited champion that will be running – Lake model this year, this year, and uh, so uh, look forward to seeing what he can do uh, moving up a division. Um, you know, Austin McDaniel, Charlie Watson. Um, we're going to have a good crowd of folks there. Are they all going to run full for the no, championship? I don't think they'll all. I think I don't know about Charlie. I don't think Austin will. Uh, I think he's working a lot. But uh, um, you know, Thomas Bean will be there this weekend, and uh, you know, we'll see if some of these cars guys can come out here and try to beat the regulars. Yeah, I think Thomas Bean will be really good. I think he's going to go for the championship uh, at Hickory. So Justin I think Carroll, that'll be really good. I suppose come this week. Uh, yeah, Justin. Jacob will be good. Hefner. Yeah. Um, the Barry Carr, I think, might be there. I don't know if both of them. Yeah, Lemke. I don't know if yeah. Josh is racing. It's a stacked field. Yeah, it'll, it should be a good one. And I mean, if he was expecting yeah. 15 or 16 last week, yeah. I mean, we could have 20, 21, 22 this week. Nice. Well, I'd be happy with 15 or 16, but I think yeah. we could get 18 or 20 this week. Let's let's go over it quick before, just in case people haven't made their rules yet uh like what is hickory uh you know what do you guys accept what's your are you okay with what spindles are you not flipped over with what springs what's no. what's what <laughs> wow kevin's over here like gosh you well, no that. this hey, is hey, what but, people but, but, but listen, know. Before, you, before you answer that question um guy told me earlier that he expects there to be an, an announcement this week from nascar oh, about spindles oh gosh it, do you know anything about that do you expect that to happen I, um, generally, they pretty much let us know, but I haven't heard anything okay. of that nature. So, okay. 
Um, I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you are the monster. I'm glad Roger brought that up because there, there's a little more in there that that people don't understand. No, well, yeah, I want no, it to no. I mean, there there really is. I mean, first of all, um, you know, I, I was a big proponent against the spindles. Uh, I didn't think that we needed that in the in in our local racing, and uh, you know, it uh, what what really is kind of happening here is a lot of your higher level teams are kind of pushing them on you anyway. You know, if you don't, you know, you're going to let me run my spindles. You're going to let me run my spindles. And, um, you know, we do have an NASCAR rule book, and, and I know you guys aren't necessarily in favor of that book. but Well, I mean, there's nothing not, to be in favor or not in favor. Yeah, right. you know. my, my point is I have just as many locals, you know, that, you know, that don't want to see them spindles as right. really the hit and missers that are going to come in with the spindles. Sure. So, right. you know, we made a deal uh, that you'd put 20 pounds on the right side if you're in the spindles. Is that in writing somewhere? It will be after today, probably. Okay. But, um, okay. They know. Trust me, they know. I just have not okay. got the addendum wrote. Gotcha. Um, but the people know. And you, you got to understand something. That protects everybody. I understand. Because here's the deal. Let's say let's say that uh, um, car A comes in with the billet spindles and he wins the race. Well, if car B protests that guy, now I'm really between a rock and a hard place. Because if I don't accept the protest, I'm not following the book. Correct. If I do accept the protest, I'm throwing him out. So I can't right. I can't win. By adding that 20 pounds on him, then I say it's been handled already. We've already handled it. You, you know, we put 20 pounds on him. He won the race. Give him his trophy. Move on. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost a little bit of insurance. And, and you know, I kind of hope that NASCAR does come out and uh, – um, and, and, try to fix this because it's broke there's no question it's broke right now and uh and we're just trying to to do the right things by our regular competitors and others and uh you know i had a guy tell me the other day he said uh you know how much do i have to weld on a spindle for it to be legal or fabricated and i, I told him 20 pounds he didn't like that you know so uh, wow. you know um but 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 he has a point you know i mean you know they're they're trying to circumvent the rule and that's what their their job is but you know, um, I don't agree with, with everything that comes out in the rule book, uh, but, you know, I, I really don't see a reason that we need those those kind of spindles in there. But, you know, hopefully this will get – I'm hoping this gets worked out short term, not long term. Right now we're just doing what we feel like is right for Hickory Motor Speedway to give them a chance to race and also protect the locals that don't have them. Well, I mean, kind of a – interesting you know question for you if they come out tomorrow and say they're all legal are you still putting 20 pounds on absolutely not okay if they come out and say they're legal and that, they, that's more power to them it just makes my life easier you know? what's the perfect scenario for you for them to do if if, if they're going to do something let's say they're going to make an announcement this week what what does it need to say in order for it to be right for everybody well i don't think uh, i don't think that uh that wording would be uh how do i say this it appears to me that that sometimes they complicate their wording sure when when we first started the bump stop deal at hickory speedway uh you know we told them we're not looking anymore at this cut tape we're not taping springs we're not looking no more right they said you don't you allow them to hit hit we didn't say we was allowing them to hit we just said we ain't looking no more mm-hmm. and next year we were going to allow bump stops so they have this big meeting, and, and Kilby was in the meeting, and, and they they created a 20-line rule in the rule book <laughs> on bump stops. Yeah. Ours is four rule, four, let, four words. Bump stops are permitted. That's all you yeah. need. And so, right. so, you know, what's the wording? I mean, you know, they've already 
now everybody that had the billets or a lot of people that's had the billets, they've went out and got the Spindle Joes because mm-hmm. they fall within the uh, the category of being legal. So right. I think they've kind of, uh, you know, solved the problem themselves. And uh, uh, I, I don't see NASCAR backing up on this rule much until they get through the season. And then they always try to do things at the end of the year, not during the season. So I don't, I don't know. Like I could, right before I, Martinsville? Uh, well, <laughs> I could be. I Is could, that what everybody's looking at? I could like, be, let's just I wait until the day before Martinsville, yeah. like before the race. Yeah. Well, I, I could it. be wrong, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, it would be easier for Hickory Motor Speedway if they just said they're going to be allowed and, and we yeah. didn't have to worry about this anymore, didn't have to worry about weight or anything else. But then again, you know, when you do that, you got to keep in mind that the local racer that that doesn't want to put those on there now you have you've, you've put him in a, a little different predicament. You know? Do you think it actually puts him in a little different predicament? I mean, Greg Marlowe says that they run the same exact times with the old school ones as he did the new ones. So. Durability is the only thing I'm hearing. Yeah. It's just durability. Well, and, and that's the same thing I'm hearing. They run. C.E. Falk told me it was definitely better. You could feel it. Well, they, I mean, I've heard different things, and I won't bring up names, but I've I've heard that they that they run about the same, but that the brakes run truer, mm-hmm. and by yep. the brakes running truer, that that's a little bit of a benefit. And uh, and then I talked to a guy that bent bent or hit something, and, and you know he's bragging, you know he had a right to saying you know the spindle was great, it didn't bend, but it bent everything else on the car. So right. energy is going to dissipate. Circle it doesn't life. matter. <laughs> energy is going to yep. dissipate. If it don't bend the spindle, it's going to bend the A-frame, the ball joints, the um, the pockets mm-hmm. on the uh, the bottom A-frames or the, or the A-frame brackets. So, you know, you may end up spending more than, than the cost of that spindle to fix all the other stuff that bends. So energy is going to go somewhere, and, uh, you know, that's the fact. So I, I personally, if we could figure out a way to make the brakes run truer, I would probably – stick with the spindles that, that are on the cars now. Just well, figure out what made them truer. Well, what's going to accomplish that? Roger Johnson's going to have to figure that out. Yeah. He's well, the car we're not builder. getting on that in here. So. <laughs> I mean, didn't you say you were working on some brake stuff? I don't work on anything. Well, well okay. Your your employees were working on some brake stuff because yeah, God knows you don't do it. He's either. got thanks. computers in there. It looks like NASA going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. I mean, you had yeah. Greg Marlowe in here working today. So. Really? Right. Yeah. He works on the top secret stuff. Who, who knew that Greg still worked? Greg still works. You know what? Me and Greg's real friends, but I don't think he's going to start not liking you. <laughs> oh, oh, we had yeah. that conversation and today. He's, yeah. still, he's still a big man. <laughs> he is a big man. He said, yeah. hey, I ain't that far this time. <laughs> hey, hey, me, me and Roger go to Myrtle Beach one time. We're going all out to eat and a bummer a bunch of us, and we had the van out there. And uh-huh. Greg said, Corey, ride me. I said, ride Roger. He said, I said, get in the damn car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, yes, okay. sir. No yes, problem. Sir. We'll go with that. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Debbie Bowen chiming in. She wants to. She wants to know who are some of the drivers that you think will run for the track championship. I'm assuming in late months. Well, unfortunately, anything I say here is going to be a guess because yeah, sure, it, sure. It, it's just a, they yeah. got to. It's got to. We'll take some guesses for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thomas Bean. Um, He's going to run for the championship think, over there. Well, I think Thomas will be there. Uh, it'd be a factor. Nice. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I don't know, Charlie? guys. Guy's name on Charlie, I believe Charlie Watson. Will the one that Dexter Seniors helping? Yes. he's committed to the whole season. Yes. Uh, if somebody can help me with that name, I, I can't think of either. Hold on. Um, the um, I was trying to think. You can't even look on his social. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have <laughs> you any. Look on no, no. <laughs> that, that he listen, he's probably listening though. That hurt. Um, <laughs> so um, 
but I mean, I I, I knew of about five or six that I thought had a chance to uh, to pull it off. Maybe Mitch Walker. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Mitch Walker. He, he could be back. It's just so hard when you put them on the spot to remember right. sure. all these people. Sure. But uh, they're all great folks and they're all great supporters of Hickory Motor Speedway, and and, uh, and me. How many uh, trucks? Uh, Christopher Mays wants to know how many trucks you're expecting. Trucks have been down a little bit. Um, you know, we we had about six trucks, probably on an average, seven maybe on a uh, a good night, seven or eight. But I'm gonna tell you something. Those trucks. Um, <laughs> look at here. My daughter's telling me. Chris Hudspeth, Connor Mosak. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually. I think we just found our uh, social media girl. There we go. Boom. There we go. So, We're in. Um, but uh, but the truck's been a little bit weak. But I'm gonna tell you something. I don't care if there's four. When that green flag drops, they hate each other. Yeah, the I mean, trucks. Yeah. The trucks is the wildest thing I've seen. It's unbelievable, there ain't it? Yeah, they, I mean, be, they beat the wheels off them things. Yep. And 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 you know, and I've thought I always wondered why there wasn't many, but I know it's in the past two or three years the trucks are making kind of a resurgence. I've seen more people wanting to get them at Myrtle Beach this year. We had like 27 of them, and you know, Southeast Super Truck Series. You know, I, I, I like to see trucks make a comeback. They're trying. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a great great division to watch. Yeah. Well, what do you think has them so far down for you? I think people just graduate out and or, or or quit racing. I mean, something something that we seen that kind of hurt us was, you know, anytime that you start a touring season, it affects your local track. And of course, uh, Myers with his Southeast uh, Super Truck Series, you know, there's there's uh, they got a pretty good count there, 15, 16 trucks. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I would say that from the Asheville area, three or four of those guys would probably come run with us if uh, sure. if they weren't running the tour. So it's sure. not no hard feelings with Jeff. Jeff's a great guy to work with too, but I just think that affects the count, just like the cars affects the count in Lake Mall. Right. Got something? I get one? Yeah, sure. Oh, Jump nice. in. What do you think the uh, – if there was one thing that you could – you could the hardest thing about Hickory Motor Speedway, the hardest thing that nobody knows – the hardest thing that you do is what? Weather. Weather. Hands down weather. Because it controls you, everything. You, you just, you and know. you can't control any of it. Right. You're standing there and, 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 you know, it's a 50% chance of rain. And so you don't know whether to call it off or not call it off. You're the bad you, guy either way. Yeah, if right. you call it off, the daggum sun comes out and everybody uh -huh. says, yeah, Kevin, what an idiot. He knew it wasn't going to rain. <laughs> and if And if you do run it. And you get a shower, you're all sitting there in the pits, and Roger's saying, man, the Notre Dame game's on. Come That's on, exactly let's what go, I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly, I've, I've actually been up in I've the heard, office. I've, trying, I've heard that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's make a decision and, uh, here. And, and so, you know, you just there's, – there's no win. And, and that's why we wait so long to make our decision because the weather at Hickory, Hickory is unpredictable. And we've – I can tell you we've raced many, many times that we shouldn't have been able to race because we went for it when a lot of other tracks didn't. And this week, I mean, that's why I waited till about 9 or 10 o'clock. And, you know, really the factor of rain wasn't the reasoning that I called it off, even though I knew we would have rain. The biggest factor was the high was 40. It was going to be sure. cloudy. People not it was going to be yeah. moist. Well, not just people not showing up. You can't get a track dry. Yeah. You know, you get any rain at all, you're fighting weather trying to dry a track. And nobody wants to be sitting down there in the pits while you're driving them wreckers around and around and around trying to get the track dry. So... So, you know, uh, there's a lot of factors that take place, and uh, weather's the, the first by far, but you just anguish. 
at trying to do, sure. trying to get it right. You're trying to get it right. Yeah. And then the second I want to throw it in there is, is back to sales. The discouraging yeah. part of just trying to get people to understand what you can give them. You know, a good example is, you know, the past, the cars, we run MAV TV races, which, which is in millions of households. And if you watched any of those events, those billboards on the backstretch were very, very easy to read. They were, they didn't go too fast. They were nice and slow. They looked down the backstretch. A great, great entertainment value and, you, you know, a, a value for your business. But they read that in my proposals, and it just doesn't seem to mean anything. But are you selling to local businesses or businesses that can benefit by being on TV? I'm, I'm trying to get them all. You know, you yeah. talk to them all. There's no reason, Langley, there's no reason. When you drive down 6470, and there's hundreds of businesses going down that road, that Hickory Motor Speedway shouldn't succeed. Right. And 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 I'm going to quote one of my sponsors, but I'm not going to tell you who they are. They there's not a thing that Hickory Motor Speedway can do for them. They're a huge company that doesn't need Hickory Motor Speedway, but they do it because they want other people to know they care about the community and other businesses. That's right. why they sponsor Hickory Motor Speedway and also some charity benefits, things like that. Yep. They use that to their advantage. They don't need the advertisement. But you right. go into a, a Longhorn or something, just, well, I probably shouldn't have said that. Let's say a restaurant. You go into a <laughs> restaurant, and they're packed on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. Right. And you go in there and say, look, why don't you let me help you get some people on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, when you're not packed. And they just, they're, they're, they're a very self-sufficient business. They're doing well. They got no desire to spend any money there. Right. <clears throat> I'm interested, and it's probably not a good question for people listening, but I'm I'm interested. Oh, so no. What can what can you do for them on Monday and Tuesday? Well, I think that if you you know you come to the racetrack and you say, okay, uh, we're going to do a billboard, we're going to do some free tickets, giveaways. I mean, you do those things on Monday and Tuesday. If you eat at the restaurant uh, on Monday and Tuesdays, they're going to give away ten free tickets uh, each week. Um, you can also promote that at the racetrack. Look, uh, this restaurant has a, you know, a free appetizer if you bring in this coupon from the racetrack and right. things. So there's there's avenues there, and and you know you might we might walk out of this uh, um, discussion with you thinking that well you know Kevin's a little dark in social media and I am, but trust me I lay in bed at night hours and hours and hours thinking of ideas. And I can tell you that the majority of them fail. Sure, but that's the way it's supposed to work. I mean, the ideas you're saying are, are great ideas. I, yeah. mean, I mean, they're they're good ideas. Connor Mozak is Dexter's kid. Yeah, well, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> that's what I thought when he said that. <laughs> but just but just looking, I mean, just you know, you go down the road. We got Chili's, we got Applebee's, we got um, Chick Fil A. Uh, I mean, Doc used to be there. We got. All kinds of restaurants and started talking about food. He points at me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Did it hurt though, Kevin, when Bennett's closed? Uh, you know, because they were a big supporter. Used to do a lot of uh, catering. Um, you know, because I, you know, been in and out of the sport. I was really well, surprised that well, they were gone. Well, Bennett's was pre me, so I can't really oh, okay. give you a lot gotcha. about that. But I do know I was actually racing right. when Bennett's was right. there. Right. And Bennett's, you know, they did the radio show mm-hmm. there. Um, they did the. Um, uh, the, I believe they had a Miss Hickory Speedway yeah. uh, contest, um, some things like that. So, yeah, they were very – Plus they did the catering uh, for the VIP and yeah, special events. They were very involved in uh, in Hickory Motor Speedway. Yeah. So anytime you get somebody – got to find them people that care. Yeah. Because if they don't care – I've got sponsors 
that don't even show up on the race night. I mean, I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you. They got the tickets. Yeah. They got the sweet tickets, the armbands and everything. And you go up there, you shake the general manager's hand, there's five people up there. Well, how you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Well, we had a lot of people out of town today, you know, which is fine. I mean, it's yeah. it's their night. But but it just tells you that they're they're not as into it as, as some people would. You have to love the sport like we all do. Why? Why are they not that interested? Why do you think? Your opinion. My opinion, they don't understand racing. Like we understand racing. Yeah. I mean, well, you can, uh, you know, you know, we're from the beginning, all of us sitting here. Right. You know, we've seen the good times. Let me tell you right. something. There was a day that somebody made a lot of money at Hickory Motor Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. And there's still somebody making money at Hickory Speedway today, but it's, it's probably the guy that owns it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but yeah. my point is, you know, the, the, back then – you had Carolina Mills night. My gosh, you'd have three or four thousand people from Carolina Mills. Doc knows about that. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and other places, Shuford Mills and Sheryl Furniture. I mean, you just, these people, it, it, we're in a society that's kind of, I think, outgrown the sport. And in their eyes, it doesn't mean that they don't yeah. watch NASCAR on TV maybe on Sunday, right. but they're not connected with that local short track and saying, you know, I had a company one time, uh, it was an apparel company that I went to, and I, and, I, and I sat down, and the guy says, we're just not interested. I said, what do you mean you're not interested? He said, we're not interested in doing an employee night. I said, you got 400 employees. We're not interested. I said, you're going to tell me that all 400 of those people don't want to come to races. Well, I, I don't know, but we're not interested. And he didn't do anything. Well, I know for a fact some of those people came to the races because they're the ones that asked me to go talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you just, uh, you know, if you got a guy that's 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 doesn't understand the sport, doesn't understand the benefits of the sport, and and what it was raised on, then it's it's very hard to talk that person into to doing something that he doesn't really want to do or she doesn't really want to do. Right. One thing I've heard a ton about lately, and I want to know if you think it, how how much weight you think it pulls is, how much weight do you think it pulls, the pay structure of where racers break even. You know, I think maybe before we were hearing these big things, even the car store, right, we, we publicized what's on the top, what's on the top, 10,000 to win, sure. 10,000 to win, 10,000 to win. Yeah. And, and I hate to tell you that 85% of the people that come in here on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they tell me that they're just mostly worried about breaking even. No, right? Like David Gillen's guys, they're, they were in, they're not worried about breaking even. But right. I would say, uh, you know what I mean, 85% of the, the local racers. So to well, and I think when they say they're interested in breaking even, that's on tires. Correct. Most of them don't Correct. care tires, about everything tires. else. Tires, yeah. you know, whatever, right? So my biggest question to you is how, how much does that weigh in? Um, in the past, I know you've caught some flack from, you know, splitting the twins and this and that and, you know, running here and there and whatever. How, how much – what are some of the things from your side as to why you do it like you do it? Why, you know what I mean? Why do you – what – What's your deal? Why do you well, do it that way? Why is that beneficial for you? Well, first of all, um, let me address splitting the twins. When you split the twins, an 80-lapper to a twin, it didn't cost that guy any more money to exactly. come run the twins than it did the other. So he's at a break even on what he's going to spend and what he's going to get back. Let, let me make something crystal clear. These competitors don't get enough, okay? Sure. The general manager doesn't get enough. The ticket stubbers and sellers don't get enough. The officials don't get enough. There is there is not enough pie to for everybody 
to be able to get enough. So let me let me say this. I appreciate every single racer that pours his heart and soul in that racetrack and tries to get out there and race every week. But the money, it, you know, we're, we live in a checks and balances. And, right. you know, uh, I had a guy the other day that asked me for a raise. I'm like, if there was any more, we would give it to you. But there's just it's just not in the pie. Now, if you can, uh, we can all bang this social media thing and start putting 3,000 people <laughs> in the stands, the pie gets bigger. Right, okay? right, right. And, and, I, and I'm a firm believer that the pie doesn't need to get bigger with tires, fuel, um, um, back gate. I'm a firm believer that the pie needs to get bigger with sponsors and fans, right. mostly fans. You know, we, we need to figure out a way to get these people to come back. So, um, you know, but, but we're, you know, we've been down the two-tire deal. I mean, we've, been, right. we've already been down that road. You know, you, uh, you kind of, things kind of run their course. And when we went down the two-tire rule, it was successful for about two years, and then it became unsuccessful. And you say, why did it become unsuccessful? Because the junior motorsports cars and the, you know, Lee Falk and, and the rentals out there, they can't, they can't sell rentals on a two-tire program that's, that these people want. To, they're going to spend money for rentals. They want tires. You know what I'm saying? And so that puts it a little bit little bit uh, of a trickier spot. Now, you don't want to just cater to those people. Well, that's you gotta, about what I was getting at. Okay. Well, you don't want to just cater to those people, but it comes down to what your track is seeing the most of. Sure. And so what we done is, is we went from the two-tire program. Our car count dwindled. We went back to four tires. Our car count increased, not just from people that ran it, but other people. So other people wanted to see the four tires, uh, uh, you know, um, I don't want to use this guy's name, but, yeah, but it I'm, seems I'm, like the chat says the same thing, right? I mean, the chat was a lot of people yeah, well, liking the liking the four tires. Well, and if you uh, and you know if you don't want to buy four tires, you drop down to limited. The Paramount races pay six hundred to win, and uh, hundred to start. Then you got a you know one hundred sixty dollars set of tires, one hundred fifty dollars set of tires, and, right. and you go. You know, right. That's an interesting perspective on the tires. That, that's a really interesting one. That's my business, Langley. I, I understand. Tires. I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Nineman, I, I guess that's his name. I, I may have butchered that, but he's got an interesting question. 604 engine supposed to be eliminated basically at the end of this year. He wants to know if you will still allow the 604 next year in late model. Well, I think NASCAR's the, the, the goal from NASCAR when we had the track operators meet, which I'd like to say was – very successful last year but not so successful this year um the uh you know they want to get down to three motors the enforcer the 347 senior and the upgrade package um i don't think you're ever going to say i'm sorry you can't race here i mean that would be a stupid move on any general manager's part so if he if jeff's got a 604 and he wants to come race at hickory motor speedway i'm sure he'll be allowed right so I mean, like, basically, I guess the Ford's not supposed to be allowed this year, but if somebody shows up, I mean, you're going to let them race, I'm assuming. Talking about the Ford built? Yeah. Well, no, I think the Ford, it was the Ford, the, my understanding was they were eliminated in 2020. Uh, maybe I'm ahead of myself. Okay, here. so so the, everything's supposed to, they're supposed to have gave them two years. So we're on that last year, that two years. All right, I got a good one for you, based on a conversation you and I have had in the past. <laughs> uh, Chad Campbell, um is he wants good? to know. Uh, he he says offer track Wi-Fi and you'll gain a bunch of ticket sales. Youngsters need internet. Okay, well that's a great idea, and uh, we do have Wi-Fi through scoring, but I don't think we have we have a locked Wi-Fi for the office, but we don't have a public Wi-Fi. 
So uh, that's definitely something that we need to look into. Well, I will tell you one thing. People at Southern National this past weekend were absolutely miserable, and not because of anything about the racetrack. They were absolutely miserable because their cell phones didn't work and they had no internet. Well, and that's something that I think every racetrack has got to get working on really fast because well, you're losing people because of it. Well, our cell phones, I mean, we I stuff works in the, in the pits, but, you know, it's not a, a huge Wi-Fi area. You know what right. I'm saying? No, I agree. I mean, even my phone, like I have to change my phone if I go down in the pits. I have to, to change the setting on it to uh, – I can call in or out, but if I want to go on something on the internet – I've changed the settings on my phone. So generally from the grandstands out, you're fine. But when right. you get in the pit area, it's not it's not as good as it needs to be. Yeah, Chad says you could even charge $5 for Internet access, which I don't suggest. Yeah. No, uh, no. Southern, National, Southern National did that at one time. And I'm kind of liking this, Chad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just picking. Yeah. Um, Justin Carroll says that a race monitor would be nice to have at Hickory. A lot of tracks have it. I'm, sh- I'm not sure what goes into getting it at the track, but it would be nice. We have that option. We've just always uh, chose not to go down that road yet. So. Why? Why? We just uh, you ever watch race monitor? Yeah, yeah, all okay. the time. Half the time, data's not available. Or <laughs> that, that's on the end, that's on the end of the scores. Okay, I go ahead and tell you, some of them work flawlessly. Well, yeah, yeah. We, Something is better than we, nothing. We've though. watched some of that, and I'm not. I'm not. You know, I can't. Once again, you're the you're the media guy, but I mean, we've we've watched some of that, and a lot of times you can't can't half tell what's going on in race monitor and i'm sure there's some that do work flawless so yeah um something that i think you know would be another option if you didn't want to go the race monitor route would be the people there having a connection to uh you know pull it up they do there. they do that we have that's what i was talking about in the in the we have a wi-fi of our scoring in the tower mm-hmm. that shoots down into our tech shed and there's an IP address you can pop in and watch the race, just like what you're talking about. Yeah, but does anybody know that? Yeah, that's what I was getting to say. Does anybody know it? Because I, I needed scoring last year, and you didn't tell me that. Did you go to the tech shed? No, I went to the tech shed, and it wasn't working, so that's why I had to get with you, and you didn't tell me that. Well, uh, my apologies, Langley, but uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be working, and the IP address is, is in the tech shed so that gotcha. all the people can get it, okay? Gotcha. And and it's not it's not flawless either. Sometimes we do have problems, sure, with, problems sure. with it, but – it always works in the tower, and uh, got a great guy, street stock driver Mark Witten, that uh, uh, will be in the middle of practice, and we say the Wi-Fi is struggling, and he'll shoot up there right after practice and fix it usually. So. Right. Uh, Debbie Bowen says you have to have passion. Kevin has passion. Most people don't. Uh, Alan Huffman says I've been saying this for years. We have to figure out how to connect the teams with the fans. When fans buy into the teams competing, they create that passion, involvement. Uh, and then fill the seats and bring more of their friends. That's on the competitors, in my, in my opinion. Well, I don't think it's completely on the competitors. I think, you know, right. a lot of it comes down to the racetrack, too. And I, I think you guys do some of the things that connects them. You know, the autograph sessions. You know, that's that's something that gives them an opportunity to connect. And I was really disappointed when Philip Morris was there last year, and I hadn't told him this yet, and I'm sure he ain't listening, but, uh, um, you know, I was really disappointed that that a guy of that stature didn't have his car out there. That was really, really disappointing. Well, and that's a frustrating part. I mean, there's two avenues to that. One, we do have these autograph sessions for the people to, to come down and meet the drivers and things. Generally, there's only about one-third to one, uh, maybe a few more that come. Some tracks make us. it mandatory. Yeah, and, and, you know, but here's the deal, Langley. I shouldn't have to make that mandatory. You shouldn't, okay. but I mean, no, we we all know that you're you're a kindergarten school teacher. Okay, well, that, that's yeah. what you are. You I, have to be. I won't I won't go down that road. Whatever you say, but but my point is, is 
you know, sometimes they won't come out. And, and then, you know, when that last checkered flag flies, you can see the, the, right. the trailer lights in, in reverse just waiting to back up to get out and and listen i'm not i'm not throwing that out on the competitor right i think that goes back to the society that we sure. live in it's, it's you know it's about what we need to do and, and what we got to do but i can tell you when i raced you know we stood down there we put kids in our cars we fellowshiped yeah. with them and you know but some of them maybe have to drive long distances yeah. you know that, that's but, the problem with it and roger told me do you remember telling me this they had a big super the past race or something and one of these big cup teams was there and they still had two or three races to go and he said this is the problem with racing right here these guys are loaded up ready to go right. home aren't even watching anything else going on yep. and that Nobody they cares. could care less what what else was going on at the racetrack that night yep. do you pay Nobody cash cares. or check do you yeah. mail mail the checks we mail the well if you leave us the data to mail the checks most of ours pick them up the next saturday or on wednesday um we uh when it when the finishing over deals yep. over on monday you know we'll get all that sent to nascar tuesday night she does sure. all the checks and then they're available wednesday to, to for, me uh, for to be picked up or to, mailed. to me that's part of the problem checks people writing racetracks writing checks so yeah a guy has they no reason to money. stay anymore when i when i was at franklin county pretty much they just hung around because they they, they were waiting get to get paid money. you know what i mean and caraway same way you know people aren't just flooding out the gate as soon as the race is over i can understand i can understand your point of view um and i think you could probably pay cash make them sign for it like the old days yep. in the signing book I yeah, remember, it worked for 100 years before well, i remember mm-hmm. when they did that but uh not sure the uh, internal revenue service would see the humor oh. in that as much with the I guess if you gave them a they have zero nine. issues with them. Yeah. A Speedway still does it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, you, you give the them, yeah. they have to fill out a W nine, and then bam, you're good. Yep. So. I mean, that's uh, that. But that, to me, that's a, that's a problem. I mean, that that's a problem that the tracks can help themselves with. You know, if the problem is that uh, fans can't connect because racers are leaving as soon as it's over with, well, you can fix that. I have so. a question. What about uh, racers putting T-shirts up there? What uh? Hey, Charlie Watson sells a lot of T-shirts. Yep. Right, that's what right. uh, Jack McNally told us right. last week. So uh, I heard that. What's week. what's your thoughts on that? Is 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 there gonna? Can you do a thing? You know, you got your daughter. She hustles hard up there, well, <laughs> doing a bunch the, of different uh, things. What from a standpoint of 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 her selling multiple T-shirts and snowies and everything else, I don't want to overload her. However, uh, what we tell people is to sell those T-shirts at the the autograph sessions and stuff. You know, because people right. are coming down there to get autographs and it's a golden opportunity absolutely to, uh, you know, it's a limited window though you know well i mean they we got room if they want to put somebody up top but that's a question that really hasn't been proposed to me no, yet, nice you know? yeah i think it's cool though I, I, that's good reach out to kevin blast him on social <laughs> i won't see it <laughs> that's what say. how's he gonna find it <laughs> well somebody will be smart enough to see it uh, somebody somebody will show it to him for send sure. it to langley he'll forward it yeah, something like that. Well, I think we've went over your hour here. Yeah, we gave you an extra time. We're, we're fine. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you. We're fine. So, um, I, 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 hey, you've been asking me for two months to come on, so get them all out now. You, you got your chance. You no, I'm glad that? you came. I, yeah. I think we've got most of the questions and things that we wanted to, uh, you know, get out there and, and you know, the, the response has been really good. I mean, you've had the uh, chat board lit up more than – I think anybody we've had. I mean, I've sat here, there was 24 comments, and I was sitting here waiting to get to one as the conversation went, and there was 24 that stacked up right behind it. So, Well, we got a great group of folks that work at Ickery and that, that race at Ickery and, and officials, and, and our fans are the best in the world. Um, and and I just appreciate all of them. So, uh, you know, it's it's a difficult business to be in, but we're not going to we're not gonna back down and throw in the towel. We're going to keep pushing forward. And, uh, 
you know, I know you guys addressed fighting on here the other day, and uh, sure. you know, uh, it's it's common sense. Fights bring bring people. People yes, want to sure. see fights, but you need to understand because I want to clear this up as the general manager of Hickory Speedway. You know, you can only let that go so far out of hand because if somebody gets hurt, you're ultimately the one responsible. Because they say, well, Kevin, I mean, his his guys just stood there and watched him fight. You know, that's what why you let Zach Brunninger in. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's probably another right. story. I, for no, another I day. understand that, but right? Isn't that now why you let him in? And he takes care of it himself. Yeah. Oh man. Well, wow. you guys had it. Yeah, yeah. Zach had his time on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was well, well done. I like, I like, I like the story Zach told because he, he, he stopped just short of, of. You know, he, he told you what you wanted to hear anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. You, you want to tell us the rest of the story? Well, now I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to muddy the waters, but you know, it's a, it's kind of like if Billy gets hit on the playground, and he goes over and tells his teacher, he says, "Hey, uh, Jimmy hit me," and the teacher goes over and says, "Why'd you hit Billy?" And he said, "Well, because Billy hit me first. So you know, <laughs> there's a, there's always another side to that story, okay? So, uh, that's awesome. But but Zach's a great guy, and uh, you know, he does bring excitement to the race. Yeah, track. people, people For love sure. him, right? So, uh, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 fun. He's fun to be around. <laughs> I feel hesitation in his voice. Uh, well, I told you I don't want muddy the water. No, I'm with you. I, I understand. I understand. Uh, Debbie Bowen says uh, she can do the t-shirts. Uh, she said, uh, and Alan Huffman uh, is going to get her to sell t-shirts if you're okay with it there. So uh, maybe that's an avenue for you. To, we need uh, to we need to open that up to everybody if they're going right. to yeah know, for sure not just one I mean everybody sure and uh, of course you know the track sells t-shirts too right so you know we yeah. already do that start so. some merch business yeah. right you sell them online yeah. we don't do that yet right. it's one of those e-commerce things you've been yeah. promising <laughs> if you can get the teams out there selling like, like, every every week after Bowman grows over they're selling fives of tens of thousands of dollars of t-shirts right. in the pits because really. all those teams stay for yeah. a long time after yeah. the race and they get paid cash correct. Pretty positive. Well, I mean, I probably got that much in my front pocket, <laughs> but you know, yeah, they get paid yeah. a little bit. Ish. Yeah. They get paid cash ish. Cash ish. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's changed. And the sweet taste of victory, some Krispy Kreme donuts, you know? <laughs> wow. Uh, hey. Yeah. Oh, They're man. not there for the they, money. They actually took that away now, so. Really? Yeah. You don't get donuts no more? Nah, what? I think they took it away a couple years ago. Wow. Sad. Yeah. That is sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody likes Krispy right. Kreme. <laughs> I mean, how do you go wrong? <laughs> how do you go wrong with Krispy Kreme? For sure. All right, you guys got anything else to ask Kevin? For no, him? I think we've I'm, tortured him I'm enough. Just, I'm just happy he came. Y'all was yeah. acting like he was scared to come. I was like, uh, he was, was scared to come. <laughs> I asked him five times to come. He wouldn't come. Uh, He's busy. He's uh, busy. busy. I fear no Langley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does fear Corey. Yeah. We have figured no, that part yeah, out. Maybe he's friends. <laughs> Corey's my friend. Corey, yeah. Corey, Roger, all of you are my friends. Yeah. Doc and all of you. So, uh, you know, Man, I they're pre- going to use that against me now. Yeah. I appreciate everything yep. you guys do for the sport, and uh, you know, and uh, like I said, I appreciate all the supporters that, that, that come to Hickory Motor Speedway. So, looking forward to the season opener. I think if you miss this one, you're going to be missing something pretty special. Yeah, I think it's going yeah, to be tell, tell us where uh, people can find more information about uh, Hickory this weekend. We'll be putting our schedule out tomorrow morning. Generally, we do that on Tuesdays. Uh, generally, we have open practice 9 to 12. Uh, gates open at 1. And uh, then we start our regular practicing from 2 to, to 4, 4.30. Qualifying at 5. Gates open at 4.45. Racing starts at 7. Tickets are 12.50 for adults, 10.50 for seniors and teens, and kids 12 and under get in free. I got another question for you before I let you go. Uh, 
You think it's why do you why do you race at night so early? All the rest of the racetracks they try to run a day race. Why do you try to run at night? I love it. You love the question. What, every no, I love it because every time you tell me, remember you drive up in the golf cart and say, "Cool, look, you're gonna make it home before eleven o'clock news comes on." You know, yeah, that's what I'm talking. And about. That's, Hickory's well, one of the best run shows I've ever been to. We pride ourselves on on trying to be done by nine thirty or ten o'clock. Um, you know, it's a little iffy here in, in the earlier months because, it, you know, we look at the temperature, it's supposed to be like 54 on Saturday, uh, and uh, it's not supposed to get too cool. We'll have a little sunlight out there, you know, for 7, 7, 7 to 8 o'clock now with the uh, time change, and uh, so hopefully we'll be done by about 9.30 or 10, and uh, we just have not had a lot of luck getting people to come out earlier in the day to like mm -hmm. a 3 o'clock show. W you know, one year we moved our starting time up, a half an hour to try to draw more people in and boy it was a disaster i mean they just really? i don't know if everybody was set on 7 30 yeah. or, or what the deal was and uh, uh but they just it just didn't work out for us maybe it's just a consistency thing for them yeah yep. probably yep. so probably same fans we get this, that same group that is used to doing it that way over and right. over and over you know what i'm saying it's those old people who read newspapers yeah, all four of them. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't help it. I'm going to have to send him one, ain't I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Marlowe said earlier that he was looking forward to uh, paying his uh, fine. So. Oh, yeah. That was the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's on the book. So it's, he's, he's on the on book. The book. <laughs> <laughs> he said he took care of it or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He, uh, you know. I, I try to, to be fair, and, and, you know, we judge it based on the situation. Uh, yeah. you know, Our photos probably didn't help this case much, did it? Well, I mean, uh, Greg, Greg's a big guy. I'm glad he's on my side. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. kidding. So, uh, I'm but, working on him not being on my side. I got yeah. yeah, you are hard. Yeah. Hard working on him. Yeah, but, uh, but no, we, we try to be fair and uh, and uh, take all account, account for everything, and uh, especially when the, the sheriffs come to take charge, if you listen and – they get them separated, and there ain't no problems there. There probably won't be many problems in the future. Though. You know, that's something else. I heard a bunch of flack about the two sheriffs there, and I've known them for many years, and they're the coolest two dudes I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I ain't never had a problem they with them. They're the coolest dudes. They shake my hand every time I see them and come up laughing and cutting up. If you don't do nothing stupid, nothing stupid will happen to you. Well, I think we've, we we all know that, uh, you know, if you don't don't cause problems, you don't have problems. But right. I, I will say this. I mean, you got to understand, we use the Catawba County Sheriff's Department. Great folks. Donnie Houston and all his guy, but they're – the actual sheriffs that are, are in the county and uh yeah. so what you deal with there is uh they uh they're used to dealing sometimes outside of the track when you got to snuff that little spark out before it comes a full-blooded fire right. so they do snuff the sparks out in the infield really really quick before they become a, a full-blooded listen fire. they're for real too i was on a slanting bridge road on the other side of denver which is catawba county and we rolled up coming home from a race at Greenville Pickens, and it was all your group that works at Hickory, and they were tasing people and hooking them up with handcuffs. <laughs> it was awesome. They had a couple oh. Spanish people that didn't have green cards. They had them laying oh, in the Jesus. ditch. We, wow. ro we rolled up. They got cars everywhere. It was the guys from your racetrack. We roll up, and I think it was Aaron and I, and we, we rolled up, and they're like, hey, 
How you guys doing? Oh, you're at the races? Yeah, yeah. Well, we go through. There's these all these people cuffed and stuffed all over on Slant Bridge Road stuff. in Denver. I'm going to graciously stay completely out of that. <laughs> yeah, it was history. awesome. There's, there's no good going to come in a comment. After right the there. green card comment, I would stay clear of that one. No, it was the truth. They said they had some people that didn't have the proper identification. <laughs> all right, Kevin, we're going to let you get out of here, and we're going to jump on uh, with uh, Nathan Line back here in just a second. But we appreciate you coming out. I appreciate you guys and look forward to seeing you on Saturday, Langley. Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Hello. I must be going. Thank you for listening to the Race 22 podcast. Keep us logged on to Race22.com, covering all your favorite late model stock car racing action. And be on the lookout for more podcasts coming in the very near future. And we hope to see you trackside at a short track near you. Until then, we'll see you at the races. But I am telling you, I must be going.